Welcome back to That Gaming Podcast, everybody. This is Ben. And this is Alex. And this is the show where we talk about the Nintendo and PlayStation games we're playing right now. That's right. So join us as we embark into the world of gaming. Let's do it. Okay, we are starting off with... I'm going to pronounce the name very wrong. I'm going to say Super Mario, but you can jump in here and tell me what it's actually called. I know there's Bowser's Fury involved, but go ahead. It's the longest title in the history of titles. It's next to one of the other Mario games that just came out. But anyway, it's Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Nintendo loves their pluses and their U and... Super Mario U plus new Luigi, and they always put new in front of stuff. They can make it as confusing as they possibly can. So I was close. I was close. We'll go with that. I was close. Super Mario 3D World. Okay. They mess it up on purpose, so you don't have to feel bad. They're going to make it hard no matter what. If if they were in charge of Assassin's Creed, it would be new Assassin's Creed Odyssey (laughs) plus DLC. Plus the Italian Renaissance, plus the (laughs) Egyptian civilization. (laughs) Yeah. But no, cool. Tell me, well, tell us about this. Because as you know, I'm not a Nintendo player. I don't have a Switch yet. One day I will. So you get to sell this one to me like you did with Luigi's Mansion. So That fateful day when that comes, you're going to have so many games to play. It's going to be ridiculous. No kidding. uh, So Super Mario 3D World was a game on the... Nintendo Wii U. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was one of the top-selling games for that system, but it is not... It's not even in the top five of Mario games of all time because it's just the Wii U didn't have a lot of people that that picked it up. So um, Mm -hmm. they're redoing it on the Switch for that reason, just to give this whole new audience of Switch members to try it out. Uh, and basically, it comes from. It's sort of a sequel, really in title only, to the Super Mario 3D Land that was on mm-hmm. 3DS. And in this game, the new power up is the cat suit. You get a golden bell power up, and it turns you into Cat Mario or Cat Luigi, Peach or Cat Toad. And you're able to scratch with your claws and. That's awesome. No, that's awesome. I was just going to jump in here and say I was lo- watching your t- your tweet, uh, and I saw oh, right. I saw that uh, you you're going to get into details, but I saw that little huge cat creep well outfit whatever you're on jumping around doing stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's in the Bowser Fury mode, um, and they take that cat costume over to there as well, and you can turn in with the Giga Bell. You can turn into a giant cat Mario, and you fight Giga Bowser, who's this new evil. Um, it's like inky dark goo just covers him and he's like <laughs> covered with this black like goo and he's got fire coming out of his mouth and he's like really powerful like the most powerful version of Bowser they've done yet um, it looks like it judging by the artwork he showed me it looks really yeah uh, really it's really menacing yeah yeah exactly and, um, in the menu when you load up the game 
you have an option to play Super Mario 3D World or you have an option to play Bowser's Fury. And it's pretty cool because you literally just hit left or right on the joystick and it'll switch between the two games and you press A and you're in the game. It loads really quick because it's on one of them super fast cartridges um, or you know, if you download from the eShop like I did, it runs really smooth, really fast. You can get in and out of both of the games really easy. And um, so that's the coolest thing about it is I can, I'm playing Bowser's Fury for a little bit by myself and like Hannah, my wife comes in the room and was like, I want to play with you. So we hop on over to the other experience because that one, you can play up to four players and wow. she kind of likes that one better. It's a little more traditional. Uh, Bowser's Fury kind of has some camera problems when you try to play co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that where you second player plays as Bowser Jr. For the first time ever, Mario's teaming up with Bowser Jr. Usually he's an enemy. Uh, this time, you the second person can take control of him and run around and fight enemies, pick up coins. Um, mm-hmm. There's also these secret murals on the on walls that Bowser Jr. can only paint. And he paints on them and maybe an item will pop out. Um, so okay. it's kind of different. Just they throw everything at you, see what sticks. But um, but we don't really play that mode co-op too much. I play Bowser's Fury mostly single player. I think that's probably the best experience you're going to have. Um, Bowser Jr. does run around with you as a CPU. So you don't have to play two player. You can play by yourself and it's it's a better experience that way. Um, in Super Mario 3D World, you have the cat power-up, like I mentioned, and you have all the other standard power-ups, Fireball, uh, the Tanuki suit, which you have a little tail you can hit enemies with, and it's your standard Mario. It's kind of a mix of 2D Mario and 3D Mario. It's 2D in that it has an overworld, and it shows you all the little levels you can play on that overarching map. You pick one, you press A, the characters jump into the world. It has this magic sparkle on the screen, kind of Disney style. And now you're transported into that level and you go and play. Um, it's it's similar to 2D in that way that is very linear. You start the level, you see the flagpole in the distance, you have to go to the flagpole. And it, it's only really one path and, and way to get there. Um, it's 3D, like the 3D Mario games, like Odyssey and Galaxy and all those before it. Mm-hmm. In that you can kind of explore and run around. There's nooks and crannies. There's little areas where hidden items will be. Um, every level you can collect three green stars and a stamp. And those are just collectibles that if you are a completionist and you want to get everything, you have to collect those. Um, you can ignore those and just mm-hmm. follow the straight line path to the flagpole and move on if you want. Uh, it does penalize you if you don't collect them though because at certain points on the overarching map it will say you need x amount of stars to get this level unlocked Uh, so okay if you're not doing it as you go at a certain point you're going to hit a wall and they're going to make you turn around and look at all the levels you've done and go okay which ones can i get a star a couple green stars right easily right and go do it um so that's the fun part of super mario 3d world i would say is it's just very straightforward it's linear you pick a level you do it it's over in about five minutes you move on to the next one 
and it's drop in, drop out co-op. So Hannah can drop in, play three, four levels. I'm going to go in the other room, watch a show. Literally, she pressed start in the menu. It says leave game. She clicks leave game. She's gone. And I just keep on going playing. Oh, nice. So it drops off like that. That's nice. Yeah. I was I always like Nintendo for doing stuff like that. I love that yeah. idea. So you don't get penalized if somebody wants to stop playing. You can say, okay, you can hop up. I'll continue where we, where we left off Yeah, and go from yeah, there. Yeah, you don't have to shut down. You don't have to go back to the title screen. You just, they literally click two buttons and they're out. Uh, you know, nice. click two buttons and they're in. It's very easy. And uh, so that's really nice about that. And I really like this this game. I think it's a hidden gem that was on the Wii U if, if nobody had ever had a chance to play it. And you're really interested, the $60 price tag, yeah, it's well worth paying for it again. Because, yes, it's an old game, but it doesn't feel old. Uh, they right, really up, right. up-res the graphics, the, uh, the, the frames, I'm sure, are better. Mm-hmm. But I think in handheld mode, they're not very good. But that's kind of par for the course with the Switch. When you take it out say, of the dock, it's hard to yep. keep that. It, it's hard for the switch it does it, it's not a lot of games struggle to keep up i know witcher has a lot of problems on there mm-hmm. but you know for people who aren't technophiles and care about that it's playable i mean i can tell you that it's fun and so it's definitely worth a pickup if you haven't played it before um and bowser's fury is is something new because of the switch right it's not something that was right. in the wii u right so mm-hmm. they just decided to throw that in and I think it was a good idea on their part because, you know, for someone like me who's a Nintendo loyalist, and I've I've played every system since the Super Nintendo. <laughs> um, yep. I haven't owned the 64, but I played a quite a bit of it at friends' house when I was little and things like that. So for a fan like me who I've, I had a Wii U, I picked this game up way back then, I'm going to spend $60 on it again. It's really nice for Nintendo to go, hey, we know you're out there. Thank you for being a loyal fan. Here's a, another little mini experience that you can tack on, and you don't have to give any extra money. We'll give it to you with the $60 price tag in the box. And I think that's really yep. cool. And so if you played this before, if you're at any at all curious about Bowser's Fury, pick this game up because it's fantastic. Bowser's Fury is really fun. Um, it's open world Mario, which they've mm-hmm. kind of done – in Odyssey, you know, when you go into an Odyssey level, it's really open world. Like, for example, like New Donk City in that one where it's supposed to kind of be like New York City. There is so much into there there that you can explore. I don't think I've found every shine in uh, or every star, I, I should say, in uh, that Odyssey level. So Nintendo does that really well. And what they do well here is they give you one world to play around in, plenty of things to do. Uh, yes, some of the the things to do are repeatable. Like they're mm-hmm. a little, they get a little stale, a little boring sometimes because you're doing the same mission again, just in a different section. There might be different enemies. There might be different platforms, different ways of exploring, but it's mm-hmm. still collect blue coins. It's still break the Bowser blocks. It's still... Uh, Every time they ask you to do fine, there's a mama cat and it's missing its baby cat. Go find the baby cat. And you do that over <laughs> and over. 
So it's not. I saw a tweet about that too, by the way. Did you? I saw your tweet. I saw your tweet about the little cat there. I was like, is that Mario? Is that a different game altogether? But that makes more sense now. That's Bowser's Fury in that that tweet, in that picture. That's Bowser's Fury, and that's one of the missions. Uh, There's a mama cat who's crying, missing her other cat. And you, there's these other cats wandering around. Mm hmm. It's kind of funny. It's kind of weird too. Like when Mario is in cat costume, these cats come around and they like start nuzzling on him and stuff. Like, ooh, hey Mario, <laughs> how's it going? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's so goofy in a kid's game, but it's really funny. It's kind of like uh, Oliver Twist or what, what was that? Oli- Oliver and Company that Disney movie? Oliver and Company. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Oliver he's kind of that cat about town kind of attitude. Yep. It's that kind of thing. Same with um, Mario. <laughs> but his Mar- cat Mario with the cat ladies it's so goofy but anyway there's different colors and the mom is a specific color it's a calico cat and so you have to go find the calico colored cat and bring it back to her um and then she'll give you a sprite and you go through this world trying to find these cat shines she'll give Mm -hmm. you a shine i should say sorry that nintendo has all these specific names i can never remember them (laughs) but (laughs) cat shine is what they call them when you get a cat shine you're collecting them. When you get so many cat shines, you can get the Gigabell, like I mentioned before, and you mm-hmm. can fight Giga Bowser. And so when you unlock the Gigabell, you go up to this temple and it's like sitting on a um sitting on this like stone steps. And you walk up to it, and when you get close enough to it, it activates. You jump and hit the power up, just like you would a small power up, but you hit this mega power up and it goes to this slight loading screen for like 10 seconds, mm-hmm. which never really bothered me. And then you get to like, that's pretty small. See, yeah. Yeah. It's not a long wait. I mean, Mm-mm. you can deal with it. It you're kind of anticipating what's coming next anyway. So and then you see Mario crash down onto the water because you're on like these islands, they're archipelago islands and, mm-hmm. So you see Mario crash down into the water on the beach and he stands up and he's got big flaming hair and he's bright yellow and gold. And Super Saiyan. <laughs> Super Saiyan, exactly. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. Saiyan, and then yep. you see Bowser off in the distance and he's kind of this floating ball of spikes and then he'll burst open and he lands like Godzilla. And now you're fighting Godzilla to the death in a wow. giant monster match. And it's pretty cool. Um you can tell that they took some inspiration from the Pokemon team where they used to Pokemon and sword and shield did these mega battles. It's some inspiration from that. They just make them mega huge size. And then you kind of, you battle within that Bowser will shoot fire at you. He will try to jump up in the sky and then slam down on you. And you have to avoid his attacks. Um, when you successfully avoid his attacks, you can, um, he'll fall on his back at one point or on his belly at one point, And then you just ground pound onto his back or his stomach or something like that. And that mm-hmm. knocks him out. Um, you just do that once. And then it, it like knocks down his overall health bar and you go back to the normal mode where you're just running around as small Mario. Um, but that's the goal is you just continuing to collect these cat shines, continuing to unlock the giga bells and continuing to fight Bowser until you're going to eventually defeat him. Uh, now, I've done the first section. I have not started section two or three yet. Mm-hmm. But from the looks of it, it's a very short game. It Don't expect this to be a full 
Super Mario Odyssey. It's not. It's it's maybe a three, four hour experience if you don't do every little thing. Yep. If you do every little thing, you might be looking at 10 hours, but that's about it. Um, I noticed that. Yeah, only, only like five hours if you just stick to the story. It's pretty short. Yeah, it's pretty short. Mm-hmm. And But I think if you're thinking of it as a free DLC, if you contextualize it that way in your head, this is a great deal. I mean, you're mm-hmm. getting a $15 yeah. experience for nothing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that that's a pretty good deal. Um, I definitely would say pick it up for any reason you have. If you're interested at all, pick this game up because Super Mario 3D World is a classic. It's a very solid Mario platformer. It's, I didn't even mention there is online play. You can play locally. Mm-hmm. You can play online if you want with friends. You know, with COVID right now, we can't all see each other all the time. So right. what's yep. a better way than to play Mario together? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a pretty straightforward game, and it really lends itself to quick sessions. You know, you only want to play. You got 30 minutes to play with a friend, and you got something else you got to go do. You can drop in and drop out real easy with this game. Play a couple levels and have a good time. So, yeah, it's definitely a pick it up for me and for you someday, eventually. Someday I'm going to come back on this podcast. I'm going to say, guess what I played? Super Mario (laughs) 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. And it's a pick it up. And we'll be here talking about it, I'm sure. We'll be talking about it then. So. Pick it up. Okay, from Mario to Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, yeah, Tomb Raider. I can't pronounce the name sometimes. A uh, specific that was originally PlayStation. So yes, yes, yeah. Was it? On the, oh yeah, yeah. That's right. It was on PlayStation first, and then it came to the Xbox down the road yeah. eventually. Yeah, back then I didn't really like it that much. Like I was younger, and it was like a hard game, and I wasn't smart enough to like you know all these like quizzes and traps you gotta avoid and like how to get to the next level you have to like fix figure something out and there's like no dialogue and you have to read and yeah yeah it was in the the days of the wonky camera oh my camera goodness that's too all over the place in those games and yeah, the dogs yeah. Would, you'd get attacked by dogs and you'd be like them trying to shoot the ground and the camera's like pointing at the ceiling yeah you're like what is yep. going on Yep, yep. And, and all you had was those guns, actually. You couldn't fight mm-hmm. or anything. It's like that that, and oh, yeah, you, you just spam the pistols. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> yeah. The whole time. The dinosaurs got involved somehow. And then there was that famous butler that you can lock in your mansion in the refrigerator. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, those are good yeah. times, but they were good times. hard games for sure. Yeah, they were hard games. And I was not into them just because of that, of the reason we talked about. And there was not a lot of dialogue also. It was a very quiet game. And I'm like, this mm-hmm. is too quiet. There's not, there's not much happening in between. Too right. much thinking. Um, so I kind of like didn't touch the series for a while. Like I played like the first one, maybe a little bit of the second one. And that was it. I stopped. I gave up on it completely. Um, mm-hmm. Never finished those two. And then... I didn't, and then you pointed out the other day because we we're talking about the series, and you. So my introduction to Tomb Raider is the rise of Tomb Raider. It did come out originally um, in uh, 2016. Is yeah. when it came out, 
Um, so we're talking about a little bit older game, and I recently picked up because it was free on PlayStation Plus a few months back, and I had it in my library. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you pro- you point out there was another game before that. It was Tomb Raider. I think it's called was it uh, the one on PlayStation Three that came out. Um, the one on PlayStation Three was just called Tomb Raider. There you go. Yeah, re- yeah. Restart of the f- series. Friend, and then yeah. They put it out on PS4 as Tomb Raider. The definitive edition. That's what it is. That's what I saw. Because I remember yeah, seeing that. Right, right, right. And that's one thing, one thing I like about them. So far from what I've realized, you don't have to play that one to continue the series. It's all its own story. It's not, it's not like Uncharted where there's like some background information. It's all mm-hmm. essentially separate for the most well, part. Good. So, yeah, at least I'll have to, you know, and you guys can tweet at us and tell us if there's a, there is a correlation yeah. between, between them. But it seems like you can just pick up the rise of Tomb Raider, and then just go from there. And uh, honestly, I think this is going to get me back into the series. As much as Uncharted was nice, this is also going to get me back into those two. So I can't wait for the next game to come out, even though I haven't played Shadow of Tomb Raider yet. Mm-hmm. That's the one that came out in 2019. But uh, this one's fun. It's, it's you know, 15 hours, main story. Um, if you do some extra stuff, it's about 24 hours. If you want to be a completionist, it's about 40 hours or so, uh, depending on your game pace. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty reasonable game. Um, I, yeah, I'm not going to go much into the story because I'm still playing through that. So once I probably finish and we, we revisit, I can give you a summary of the story. But the biggest things I like so far is it's not like... When I downloaded the game from the library and thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to get into it and give it a shot and see what's going to happen, I really thought it would yep. be something like Uncharted, maybe a little bit less than that. I thought, ah, it's Tomb Raider, we'll see what it's like. Right. It's actually pretty pretty good. Like uh, for a game from 2016, the games the, the game graphics and quality and mechan- mechanics are really good and it's published by Square Enix by the way, the same company that does Avengers. Um right. they did a great job with the mechanics on this game. Um I like those little small stuff they added like for example, uh well number one, traps are still here, so you got to be careful with traps, but at least you have like a slow motion like maybe 2 seconds to too quickly dodge them, which is pretty cool I thought. I thought like, oh cool, there's a trap about to happen. I got to be careful and dodge or mm-hmm. shoot the trap or whatever. So yeah. So that's a cool thing. I like the language integration, meaning you can like find different like mysteries or scrolls you can read and it like levels up your language. So there's like oh. in this game so far there's like Greek Russian and Mongolian, and the more you read, cool. the more you level up your character. Yeah, not the character, your language, which you can read higher stuff, which gives you clues to certain things you can find in the game. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of open world, but it kind of isn't. You can't go any, well. You can go anywhere in the game in the world to give you in mm-hmm. a way, but some places you can't access because you gotta get better gear or or or, or equipment to maneuver there. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those like, oh, I can't read this thing here, so I'll just continue along the game. And when my, I guess my Russian <laughs> becomes better, I'll come back and read this thing here that's going to tell me where this treasure is or whatever equipment I need. That's cool because I know Laura Croft was supposed to be like master of languages. Like she knows mm-hmm. all these different languages. So that's really neat that they bring that into the gameplay and allow yep. you to upgrade those skills. Is it like an RPG? light kind of thing where it's not light yeah you can say that light yeah it's just it's just in the background there's something you can do but if you don't do it you can still get through the game 
Right, right. Yep, yep, exactly. It's, it's, it's part of the extra stuff you want to get more about the game, correct? Yeah, so you can cool. just play the whole story if you want to without that stuff. You don't need to. It's involved in the story a little bit, but the game helps you pick it up higher and right. you go from there. Um, right. The You are set in Siberia, in Russia, okay. um, the scenery. There is one part in the very beginning where you do a flashback and you're playing in Syria, which reminded me of Uncharted when they played in, in Syria that one time as well. That was, I thought that was pretty cool. They It's always back to Syria, uh, basically. Um, but um, there's that. There's the traps we talked about. Is it like a desert area? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like Uncharted Yeah, it was 3. desert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where they're yeah. falling out of the plane. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep, it was a little bit like that. It's very short because it's like a flashback you play for, but it's it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Um, they still have that typical Lara Croft situation where you enter a room and you're like, hmm, I got to figure out how to open this door or this mechanism. <laughs> and at first I was very intimidated because I thought of my childhood horror and thought, oh, God, I- I'm going to get stuck here forever and not figure it out. Yeah. 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 But it's actually pretty good because she gives you some cues as well. She actually talk. I should say, oh, I got to shoot this oh. or I should move this. Yeah, so she helps you That's a little neat. bit. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. And some parts of it she... It's pretty self-explanatory for the most part. Or if you play games a while, you can say, oh, I see what I got to do here and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so that, that part is neat. You got a different array of weapons. So no more just a pew-pew pistols we talked about. <laughs> they got now like bow, bow and arrows. They got yeah. rifles. They got Uzis. I mean, you name it. They wow. got a bunch of stuff. You can customize your guns. They give it more damage, more, more uh, what you call it, more accuracy. Depending okay. on the gun, upgrade you can upgrade your your inventory. You know, carry on items to get more carrying items. So they got light lightness of gearing up as well. You can have different outfits, but as far as I checked, outfits don't give you any benefits. It's just cosmetic. Um, okay. In that case, um, do they give you a lot of that that kind of stuff? Like, do they give you a lot of different guns, or is it only like four or five, and you just kind of um, have to so pick far, the right one for the right situation? Good question. So far, I mean, you do unlock uh, parts of guns, and then when you get four, I think four or four, you get the actual gun. It oh, looks like okay. you, yeah, like I, I'm i still trying to unlock a rifle, but like pistols, for example, there's like four kinds of pistols you can have, or five oh, wow. kinds of pistols you can pick, right? Each of them has their own disadvantages or advantages and whatnot. They have stat bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a stat bar, tells you damage, accuracy, all that good stuff. So Makes it's sense. it's pretty good there's of course crafting which makes you craft arrows craft weapons craft different parcels and whatnot mm-hmm. that gives you more ammunition um inventory um they also have a pretty good so how should i say this so you can like hunt but you so there's like deers you can hunt but you typically hunt just for like crafting stuff but it's not really heavy to depend on that from what i've realized you can just ignore that part and just grab other stuff you see in the world and then go from there. Uh-huh. Um, they're also pretty good. They do a good job with giving you some backstory or like historical location. So if you go into a historical location that's abandoned or something, there are like uh-huh. some stuff you can pick up, like scrolls you can read. And the read, the when you actually click to read, you don't have to read it. It actually is the game speaks it to you in, the, in that... Oh. So it's kind of like a recording tape, but you're, you're reading something and the game just reads out for you. So it's not like you have to click, read everything yourself, and then it's like, okay, whatever. So 
and it's done by a voice actor in in that yep. dialogue or in yep yep but it's in english but they're yep. they may have a russian accent or something right like that. right or a That's neat. Uh, like old that. english accent yeah it's really cool that really got me interested because i thought oh cool i can just play and listen to it and i i'm more, i'm better of a listener than a reader yeah. most of the time so i'm like oh yeah. cool i can just click on this and it keeps you motivated because you want to find more pieces because there's like there's like a part one part two you'll see what happens to the story as yeah. you continue in the game so that's that's pretty neat they have when it comes i would to that. really like that because that that really continues the narrative yes keeps the story going even in Keep moments where you might just be in another game just sitting there reading and it kind of check you might check out or i don't feel like reading this right now <laughs> yep <laughs> that's exactly the it. thing yeah yep. it makes you slow down that's pretty neat Exactly. That's exact. That's exactly exactly what I, what I felt like. I was like, there's some games where you pick up stuff. I'm like, I don't want to read this right now. I'm not in the mood. It's long, or I'm not interested. So you just skip it, or you leave it in your inventory. Yeah. You can also find some cool like artifacts around, like some old stuff from back in the day. I think there is a trophy for it. I'm not 100 sure. I would think there is, but you just find random artifacts around the area you're in, and when you click okay. and you open it. Same thing. You can see the artifact, and Lara gives a brief description of what she thinks it is. And some of them you can like twist and turn, look up and down to find like a hidden. I don't say it's a secret, but it's more like you you move it to a certain point, and then the, your controller vibrates to tell you that you're close to something. And then when you stay on that, she continues and finishes 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 the her analysis, should I say, about oh, okay. the artifact. So you know she'll say, "Oh, this is this is oh, why is it broken or whatever," and then. Maybe you should explain why it's broken or whatever, or just okay. complete and say, you know, say something else. Again, small stuff, not part of the main story, but it's, it keeps you going, right? Because the whole point of yeah. Tomb Raider is you're in these ancient tombs or locations and you're experiencing, and I'm a history now, so it's like, it's like, oh, this is really interesting. I want to know more. I don't want to complete the game just yet. I want to stay put, find these little artifacts yeah, and, exactly. um, and go from there. Um, That's fun. It encourages you to explore and... And that's exactly it yeah yeah, yeah. I like that. It, 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 there's like side missions you can do so when you do the main mission you encounter some allies along the way that you can pause do missions for them very easy ones nothing crazy so far so good um i like how they blend her with her environment so because you're in siberia russia and it's not just you know run around and climb you can also like climb um I think they call them ice picks. So you have two ice picks oh, that they give cool. to you. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like trying to run something up and you're stuck, you can just like kind of climb on a climbable wall with mm-hmm. your ice picks and you have to you know go for each stroke and get up there and everything. So that's, that's like in that's, Uncharted 4 where they have those picks and he kind of. Yes. You would, yes. You push the thumbstick up and he'd reach as far as he could and then you hit X and he'd spike it in. Yep. Similar to that, not not as much mecha- mechanic involved like you doing it, but similar idea where they include a, a little feature like that. Um, yeah, you have like an arrow where you can shoot an arrow into a particular, and let's say object, and it, it turns it into like a a rope you can hold on to swing. and swing to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swing rope via bow bow and arrow. Um, but yeah, no, I mean it's really fun. I just got done finished that. Baba Yaga's thingy situation <laughs> DLC, which is like a Russian folklore of a witch, basically, and it's not what it Ooh. seems. I'm not not going to say anything because you want to play it, Ben, or if people listening might say, you know what, I should yeah. give Tomb Raider a chance because I never played it before. Um, but that was fun. The story really got me going with that. Um, it's overall a very clean game. Like I said, mechanics are fine. 
not glitchy as, as far as I checked so far. It looks looks decent. The story is good, intriguing. Mm-hmm. The side stuff is really intriguing. Um, it's definitely a so far a big enough game because you go in different locations and different locations you have maps. You can pull up your map and look at your inventory and stuff, and your map will tell you how much things there are to do, whether it's like find these artifacts or find this mm-hmm. or find that. It tells you how many you have and all that good stuff. So it's a pretty big game because there was some one point I, I thought I was done with a big chunk of the game. I go to this other one. It's a whole different ball game. It's a whole new world and stuff. It's like, oh, it's going to be a while. So yeah. <laughs> there, there's that. And knowing me, because I feel like when you buy a game, you should really explore all of it, especially if it's like, you know, a $60 game or anything. You should explore yeah. everything and then get your money's worth and experience the full potential of the game. So you can just play right. the story and complete the game in 12 hours or whatever it is, or 15 without it. But then you rush to the game, you're done. In this case, I'm trying to take my time. Like, okay, well, we have all this stuff to explore. We have this thing to do. What's, what's out there? And I like trophies. For some reason lately, I've been liking to get trophies. So this is a good way to get trophies and get that head count up seems like it yeah i think it was a a hundred something or maybe something like that i don't know if i'll do all of it but yeah it's that's cool yeah looks interesting so definitely pick it up um hopefully those of you out there i think ben you're the you're one of them that you got both of them download in your library because they would the rise of tournament was free sometime end of last year and then the one recently was free i think like a month ago or so shadow or 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 actually it might be free right no it was last year it was last month yeah it was Mm -hmm. free so if you have it and you're like you know what maybe i should give it a shot definitely start maybe with the rise of tournament to get it get you into the groove of things and then move on to the next or go to the other one and let us know first one if yeah. It, yeah it's it's really really fun and yeah definitely uh, pick it up i i have it i picked it up so let us yes. know should i play it do you want to hear us talk about it some more and hear what i have to say maybe i'll play the first one uh tomb raider definitive and talk about it but let us know what you yeah think. Come, yeah let's know Twitter and you know, direct messages let us know hey i really liked your talk about that or no i hated that don't ever talk about that game again and tell me yep why. yeah yeah i was gonna say <laughs> yeah yeah care. yeah if it know. scarred you for life which i totally understand because it did for me for a while you can see you know what i never liked that game that much it's like hey that's okay yeah. that's all we're here for we, we want to make uh reviews and content for you so whatever you want you let us know and we'll do it so pick it up but pick it up <laughs> All right.